Hey everybody, welcome to the Tofugu Podcast. On this podcast, we tend to talk about Japan, but we have a purpose. We're trying to help people who want to go to Japan, whether that's visiting or living there. And we want to help people who are already there. And that means also visiting or, or living there, I suppose. We talk about language, we talk about culture, jobs, things like that. That'll help you to have a good time in Japan. Today, I'm joined by my two co-hosts. Is that how that word works? Yeah, I think so. Try hosts? Well, we can still be co, even if there's that's more than true. one. That's true. I well, think. The one talking right now, that's Michael Ritchie. That's Michael. I'm here. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and my, my third try host is Kanai. Hi, I'm Kanai. Hey, how's it going? How are you guys doing today? Good. Our I've listeners had... don't care about that. All right. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> no, I've don't. learned that. It's nice to ask, though. They have no mm-hmm. care for us, unless we're being insufferable. <laughs> then, then, then they, they seem really to care, care a lot. Speaking of which, thank you so much for your iTunes reviews, no matter what mean <laughs> things you say to us. Yep. Just put a couple stars on that, those mean things you say. Yeah. Put five gold stars for, for you being so good. <laughs> those are five good job stars for you. Good job. Yeah. So we, we made it into season two. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. You know what that means, right? Y- yes. Uh, are we going to mention? you tell me so I, so I can test you and see if you know. It means that uh, we got picked up for another season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good thing the executives mm-hmm. decided that we were yes. worthy of another season. Yeah. Good thing Shinzo Abe has decided that we could continue making this podcast. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit worried. It was a little dicey. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we didn't really get all the best ratings, but, you know, we have that cult following mm-hmm. that like, sells the most action figures. And you know what they say, like season two is always where people find themselves. And mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly where we're at. We're here to find ourselves. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> You know, some things might change, some things might stay the same, but you're just going to have to sit around and find out. And so will we. Yeah. As we record this. Change is good, you guys. We can't have, you know, nine seasons of characters doing the same things over and over. That would be, that would be boring. No television show's ever done that before. God, if we make it to, to nine seasons, I'm going to jump off a really short roof. Mm-hmm. So I survived, but I can, <laughs> I can skip a few episodes. Um, <laughs> Anyways, today we're talking about one very specific niche thing. I thought it'd be a good way to kick off season two to talk mm-hmm. about something niche. Oh boy. Oh boy, guys. Uh, we're, we're talking about the, the Japanese verb, vocabulary word, komu. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're talking about how, how it affects other words when it's combined with another word into like a, a compound verb. But we have to take a step back and we have to talk about komu by itself. Do you guys know what komu is? Yeah, kind of. Dot com. Kind of. Yeah, 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 that's dot, right. Dot komu. Kanai dot komu. Mm-hmm. That was a good pun. Tapuga.com. <laughs> uh, She's punning us already. I know. We have to step up our pun game. So is, is komu like the verb for to go into something, to like mm. push into something or squeeze? It's an inward thing, right? A, a punch? <laughs> it's almost like you read ahead in, in our... In our episode outline just wondering oh it's that was a wild like if we're talking about a straight definition it's like to be crowded or to crowd or uh to to be packed or kind of jam like like if if you just say the word if you jam that's what i was thinking of right that's just like it's crowded Mm. like how how would you use uh komu in a sentence kind of in a sentence or paragraph or a word uh i usually see this on a price tag like say komi 
tax included. Oh, mm. so it's like include. Yeah, so it's like it's like uh, like the tax was packed in to this price. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, it's crowded with tax so, in here. So what if what if you go to like the Shibuya Crossing and mm-hmm. they're like, oh man, there's a lot of people here. But this one's different, com though. If you it? write it in kanji, like the with the <gasps> sansei one. Are you serious? I didn't know that. But the meanings are kind of in common. So oh, no. crowded is this one, and then common the compound one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be this one. What does it mean? Oh, like include. Oh. But the meaning are kind of similar to each other, though. So the word komu it has it, it has multiple kanji, right? Mm-hmm. There's different ways to use it. The one that we're talking about is specifically the one that has kind of like the, if you're using Wanikani, it's like the water slide plus uh, kanji for enter, to enter. Mm-hmm. That's inside of it. And that's really important, I think, because it actually helps a lot with what we're going to be talking about. That idea of going inside something or moving inside something and having that sort of inward nuance to it. So I guess we should talk about like what we are going to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Um so we're talking about compound verbs. And so like in English, for example, that would be like, well, actually in any language, it's where you combine multiple words together to make like a new verb, like like babysit, for example, is a, a compound verb where it's just kind of a single idea that becomes a new verb to babysit someone. But baby and sit are, are actually separate things by themselves. For komu, well, it's going to be a verb that's been changed to stem form. So it's, it's, it's a verb that's changed into a noun. Um, and if you're not familiar with stem form, that's basically just taking, like all you have to do is take the mas form of a verb and then remove the mas. So mas, you remove the mas, it becomes tabe, that's the stem. Or mas, you remove the mas, you get iki, and that's the stem of ikimasu or iku. And then you can attach komu onto yeah. the stem. So you throw komu on there, that's the second verb. So we're going to call that first verb that we changed the stem form, we're going to call it verb one or V1. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to call komu V2 or just we're, we'll call it komu. Um, so that's, that's what we're saying when we're going through this podcast. But we're talking about compound verbs that use the verb komu on it. So it's always going to be stem form plus komu for this podcast. Yeah. And I think there might be more of them, but like just with some initial research into this, it seems like there's at least 255 compound verbs that use komu which is a lot right that is quite a lot yeah and i think if you're if you're even if you're a beginner or definitely intermediate level japanese you're gonna have run into some of these compound verbs with komu because there's a lot of really common ones and they're really useful and the reason that we're going over this is well first of all if you're a beginner i think it's good to like just kind of understand that they exist and kind of understand how they work but like as you go from beginner to intermediate-ish like that, or even intermediate to more advanced, like being able to use komu compound verbs, or really any compound verb, but komu is really common, it's going to make you sound a little bit more fluent. Like it, it adds a level of meaning, I guess, or complexity to, to words without having to like use a bunch of extra words to describe the thing you want to do. Like you can input a lot of meaning into a single verb just using these compound verbs. You, I think you sound more fluent. Hmm. So if if you kind of like get the hang of these komu words, then you'll be able to understand meaning a little bit better too. Yeah, yeah, because it really does change the meaning of something. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see that pretty soon. Yeah, so it's pretty useful. Yeah, like what what are some, like just off the top of your head, Kanai, what are some really common komu compound verbs? Komu compound. What do you think comes up the most? Uh, Just as a guess. Okay, so there is nekomu. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Neru becomes compound with komu, it's nekomu, which means like sleep, but sleep deeply.、Mm. And also. Do you use that a lot in your day to day life? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Like, especially when you're sick, you、uh. kind of nekomu, you rest well. And the other example, tobikomu. Oh, yeah. That's、mm. going to be one of our first examples, too.、Mm-hmm. We use it a lot, especially, I think, for. Swimming class,、mm, kind of thing.、Mm-hmm. Jumping into the pool, for、mm-hmm. example. Tobu itself means like jump or fly, but when it's with komu, it becomes jumping too. I don't want you guys to get too far ahead because we have to explain、uh, at least one more thing before we move on. So,、um, these,、uh, these komu compound verbs, there's a lot of them, obviously. And I think it sort of gives a lot of people trouble, especially in that late beginner, early intermediate stage where it's just kind of. Overwhelming, and all of a sudden, there's all these words with like a much deeper meaning. And you look in a dictionary, and the definition isn't very satisfactory. They just don't hold all the meaning that you want it to. And so, so Mami san, one of the people at Tofugu, she did some research into how, how komu affects other verbs. And what we found out is that there's actually four different categories of komu affecting other verbs. And so, it's not as simple as just saying, like, when komu. Is attached to a verb, it does this. No, it, it can do one of four different things, but usually through context, you can figure it out, especially if you know what these four things are.、Hmm. With these four things, there's two main groups. So it's two and two, but the two main groups are movement group and non movement group. And when I say movement group, it means like you're moving from one place to another. So V1, the first verb, it, it implies that there's some sort of movement of going one place to another. Um, and then there's the non movement group, which is like it's more, I don't know, like kind of in your head, or there's not like any physical movement for places. It's just like something is happening. And we're going to explain that way better in just a second, but we're going to start with the movement group. And、uh, we're going to start with the first subcategory of that movement group, which is basically so V1 verbs, the first verbs that don't have any inward nuance. And this is really important because. What happens is when the komu is added to the verb, it, it gives that first verb, the V1 verb, an inward nuance. So, for example, like what you guys were just talking about, you have tobi komu. So, you have tobu, which is just to jump or fly. And, like, that in itself, it doesn't really have any, it doesn't have to be like moving. You can just jump up and down, right? Like,、mm-hmm. jump up, tobu, jump up, tobu. It's like when Mario is jumping and getting all the coins out of one block over and over. Well, that might be a different komu though. Oh.、Um, <laughs> but if, you,、uh, if Mario、oh, no, jumps into jumping the. To the block though. To、he's、the block the or block. what is the tunnel? The green one? Oh, yeah. Like the, the pipe. The pipe, yeah. The pipe, yeah. It'd be Mario ga pipe ni tobi komu. So it makes、mm-hmm. sense. He jumps into the pipe. Jum- so yeah, if it's yeah, yeah. Mario ga tobu, he's、mm-hmm. just like jumping. Yeah, jumping up. up. Yeah. Maybe Not really hitting anything. Comes back down. Mm hmm.、Yeah. So, the, the komu part it, it creates an inward feeling. So, like, your tobu by itself is just jump, and then tobi komu, it becomes jump into something.、Mm-hmm. So, like, you can jump into the pool, for example, right?、Mm-hmm. Or jump into a pipe.、Uh, what else can you jump into? I don't know. The, the dumpster. To go back into the, <laughs> to the Mario example, when you're saying he's hitting the block, can he be jumping into、yeah. something solid? Or does、oh. it have to be something that. What if he's jumping into a block、sure. and hitting his head? Yeah. Is that Toby Coleman now? Does that work? Or does it have to be like something you're entering?、Mm, you can say Mario Venga ni Toby Coleman. Yeah, you can say that. Like、okay. jump into or jump and hit the block. 
Okay. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something, cool, I guess, squishy or something with an entrance. It can be something solid. Like a hole? It doesn't have to have a hole? Uh, what about a wall? Can you tobikomu into a wall? Uh-huh. If it, you kind of bent the wall, does it make oh, sense? You have like to bend the wall. Kind like of. Or it's dent? super hard. Yeah, dent. Mm-hmm. Give it a dent. Or okay. So if I hit the wall, but it, I don't make a dent. How would you say that? How would you say that? Uh... <laughs> Uh, are you jumping in this situation? Yeah, yeah. let's say I'm jumping. Okay, I'm jump jumping into the wall, but I don't make a dent into the wall. Yeah, you can still say if, as long as you jump into it. Okay. And, and I also want to You're point jumping, out, right? Yeah, I am jumping. Yeah. Okay. But you said, you said, uh, right? And before we were saying Mario got. Tobikomu. So Oh, so like, Mario ga pipe ni tobikomu. Okay, so, so we, is the like ni is the direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think pretty much all of these are going to require the ni particle. Yeah, I think something yeah, ni, yeah, yeah, ni something komu. Like, action. They're all movements, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that makes sense. Uh, let's uh okay, we have some examples here. Let's listen to these examples and then we'll uh we'll discuss them really quick. Alright, so that one is uh, <laughs> Like that's uh, So it's like to rush into some place or Yeah, 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 yeah Kakekome is rushing to And then Josha is like riding Getting into a train mm-hmm. So the sentence says It's dangerous to rush into a train So, so please don't <laughs> What would kakeru uh, be a by itself without the komi. Run? Yeah, to run or, or like dash, I think. Dash, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the, we added the komi to it, kakekomi, it's like run into something. Mm-hmm. So you could say something else too, right? Like you could say tento ni kakekomu. Mm-hmm. Or uh, can you say like gakko ni kakekomu? Mm-hmm. Like for emergency kind of situation or like, oh, it started raining. What should we do? Oh, maybe like we can dash into the Coffee store. That mm. way, uh, okay. And then that mm. that emergency feeling. I just want to clarify. The emergency feeling comes from komu. Komu. Mm-hmm. Or does it Both. come from the kakeru? Because kakeru is kind of like oh, I gotta. Yeah, that's true. Dash. You know. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be clear that the komu doesn't In, make like an mm-hmm. emergency feeling. I don't think. Yeah, I think kake is the one who makes yeah. the emergency mm-hmm. feeling. But so the it's komu, like emergency plus. In word, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, just like emergency running, dashing mm. plus inward. So the coma it just gives it like an inward mm-hmm. feeling. You're going in something, like yes. the school, okay. the tent, the the uh, coffee shop, train, train. Yeah. All right. So let's listen to another example of a komu compound verb that has uh, movement and that adds sort of an inward feeling to it. Okay, so for some reason someone wrote an example sentence about me. I hope this isn't going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But the meaning of that is, uh, is kind of like who poured milk into the ear of sleeping Koichi. <laughs> did you wake up or did you just stay asleep? Uh, knowing me, I probably did not wake up because I nekonda, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. I had a deep sleep. So okay, so we have the we have two verbs here. We have the first verb V one, which is na- nagashi, which comes from nagasu, mm-hmm. and that that just means the like kind of to the flow or to pour, pour run, mm-hmm. like for liquidy things. I think usually, and so 
pouring something. It doesn't have to be an inward feeling. Like you can just pour something on the table, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just you know it's not your you're not pouring it into anything. You're just pouring it. But nagashikomu, it, it feels like you're pouring into something specific, and in this case, it's my ear. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Oh, was that oh, you? It was you. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry about the situation. Oh, you're just... Yeah, that happened to you. Okay. I'm, it's not me. I'm curious if Mami-san knows something that I don't know mm. that's coming up. Maybe she's a seer of the future. Maybe. Or it's like some sort of ear milk fetish of some kind. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what I thought. Um, yeah, so you, you can you can see pretty clearly how, how it just changes from just regular pouring to pouring into something. So you could use that without, you don't have to use someone's ear for that. Like what are some other things that you can nagashikomu into? Mm. I mean, glass is pretty. Yeah. A cup maybe? Obvious. Can you Buckets? Pools? Pools? Yeah, oh. you're filling up Swimming your pool, pool with pouring water into it. Uh, yeah, sure. Like one of those baby ones. Nagashikomu. Shaped yeah, like yeah, a turtle. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are great. <laughs> I've always wanted one of those. Maybe someday in my adult life I can. Mm-hmm. What else can you pour into? Could you pour into your mouth? Ooh. Oh, yeah. You I mean, can that's totally kind of drinking, that. but I guess if it's yeah. kind of extended from, like, if it's way above your head and you just dump it and try and catch it in your mouth. Yeah. Like, we say that actually. Like, can you say, you kuchi can... ni nomikomu? nomikomu? I'm going to drink into my mouth. Nomikomu <laughs> is actually swallow, though. Ooh. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Makes it's sense, like right? you're drinking, but then you're drinking inside. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's cool. I didn't oh, know that. Okay. Nagashikome is more like when you eat something really dry mm-hmm. and then you're thirsty and then you like drink something. Mm-hmm. So you if you just had like five cookies no, and like, you need to... Yeah, five cookies. It's like you're pouring it into your mouth. Like, mm-hmm. ah. Okay. From the urge <laughs> kind of thing. Mm. Oh, so it's like you're almost reacting to how dry it is. You're just like, ah, yeah, dump yeah. it in, your, in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. it's more just like like the difference between drinking something and like I poured it into my mouth. Like mm-hmm. there's a different feeling behind that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like even it's in not, English. Like it, it just feels like you're more thirsty. Yeah. You're, it's a little bit more violent way of drinking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Byron. All right, so that one I think is pretty simple. Uh, let's, let's listen to just one more example because I think it's a pretty useful word. Oi, warikomu na yo. So that one, it's like, oi, don't cut, like cutting in line, for example. It can mean some other things too, though, right? So water is, what does water mean, like by itself? Water is like cut, smash, mm-hmm. break, kind okay. of thing. And then adding the komu makes it so like you're breaking, in, breaking into, into breaking something into. or cutting mm-hmm. something yeah. in half. So this isn't really like physical Physically? Oh, this oh, is kind yeah. of physical, so though. So in this case, if you're cutting in line, it's totally physical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, it also has some other meanings, too, which are not physical, right? Like interrupting. Yeah, interrupting. When uh, two people, three people, whatever people are talking and you kind of cut into mm-hmm. the conversation. Mm-hmm. Do we say that so, in English? Like, yeah. blink into so the conversation? That might fit into one of the other sub- subcategories, I think, which we'll talk about okay. a little later. But it just, like, it kind of sets the tone that, like, these aren't, like, fixed positions. Like, some of these komu compound verbs, they can actually fit in the multiple categories. And it all depends on context or, or what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a good thing to know, warikomu, so can that you can tell that person who's cutting in front of you in line, that they cut in line, I guess. <laughs> so it, it. <laughs> is, is wadi komu, it sounds like it's used to like for cutting in line, for interrupting, 
mm-hmm. but you wouldn't use it for something like you're physically cutting a block of wood or or a cheese in Bari half or something, koma. right? You wouldn't say cheese wa wari konda, would you? We yeah. don't say that yeah, for weird. some reason. Yeah. Okay. And does the does the verb waru by itself it's is there is that a physical cut? Waru waru or oh sorry me- it's not really cut, cut then. Cut if you it's if like, you like say cut it's like, divide, it's like right? kiru. So it's not this ki- one's like more like break. Like waru for example uh if you waru window mm-hmm. you smash <laughs> the window. Okay. Uh, Can you warikomu a window? Warikomu the window. No, we can't. Okay, so adding the komu kind of changes the the. Yeah, this one's yeah. a little works. bit more idiomatic. Mm-hmm. Like when when you yeah, so it is idiomatic. Like there are okay. some times where the original verb the meaning changes a little bit, and like you said, it becomes idiomatic. Usually, it makes a little bit of sense, but you kind of have to just know that the meaning is a little different. Right. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Like yeah, yeah, it does. Like to break something up, or or, or I think to divide. Mm-hmm. is probably a good way of putting it. Like you're yeah. dividing the line by cutting into it or you're dividing people who are talking by interrupting into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is it is kind of idiomatic. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty that cool. Sense. But it's a pretty useful word. Mm-hmm. Knowing this uh, probably helps you remember. Yeah. yeah, it is really neat. I like this. Yeah, so that's, that's the first subcategory. Ooh, we got three more to go, but it gets more and more interesting, I think, as we do it. So the, the next one, it's still within the movement group. So there's still going to be some physical movement happening. But this subcategory, it's all the, the V1 verbs, the, the first verbs, are verbs that have an inward nuance already, right? So like before, we were talking about words that didn't have that inward nuance to them, and then komu adds that inward nuance to it. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, these ones are like words that already have that, and then komu makes it so like you go deeper in than you were before. Like the verb haidu, for example, it means to enter. It already has that inward nuance. You're going in something already. Mm-hmm. So if you say haidi komu, it like emphasizes it more, like mm-hmm. you're going deeper in, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Does, that. does that sound about right? Yeah, Kana? yeah, yeah, totally. Here we have our first example sentence here. Cool. Let's, uh, let's, let's cut that sentence down a little bit um, and just look at the tofugu ni konda part. Mm-hmm. Of course, like if you say tofugu ni hairu, that means to enter tofugu. So I think we're talking. I think they're talking about the company in that sentence, or maybe I suppose it could be like our headquarters or something like that. But if you say tofugu ni hairu versus tofugu ni hairi komu, like what what is the difference in feeling there? Yeah, you go deep into tofugu. Mm-hmm. So if you you could say. So what does that mean? Hairu tofugu ni hairu, you enter tofugu. Mm-hmm. But if you say hide mm, enter and go into your same right. Yeah. Does it does it have any like I, I was I feel, um, yeah, I feel like this one uh it says spy. So right. like you yeah, guys don't the want the spy. Yeah. I was I was under Hadekome. the impression that it kinda like this combo it like adds the feeling that you're kinda going someplace you're not supposed to a little mm-hmm. bit or you mm-hmm. have a specific purpose maybe. Yeah. I feel like this one's got kind of negative feeling yeah. to it. Like, you guys don't want the spy, but he got into it anyway. Right. Well, you could say, like, Dorobo ga hairi konda, Kome. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, I think that's... I've, I've seen that in newspapers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, like, when you first mentioned hairi komu and talking about it going 
in a little bit deeper. For some reason, it made me think of like Best Buy neat Heidi Cole Like you went into the Best oh. Buy, but then you went into the back room. Oh, oh, like and you're not you're not an employee. You just I don't know why that popped into my head. <laughs> but so th- would that work if you would if that work? Like, like I think so. You go in there and then you, you just go p- someplace you're not supposed to, like the employee section. Mm-hmm. You Hi, just are, are like hiding yeah. behind the boxes. Because you just going to Tofugu like yeah. as a guest mm-hmm. or as an employee, it'd be just hide. Right. Tofugu ni hide or something. Hide komu. is more for someone who's not supposed to be there or who goes deeper like mm-hmm. i don't know looking for something mm-hmm. money i don't know maybe <laughs> the file the secret tofugu files mm-hmm. secret that, tofugu yeah. files. When, when you say like goes deeper like are there different ways of going deeper like i mean we, we've obviously talked about like being a, like adorable like a thief or being a spy but can you go deeper without being bad or nefarious like nefarious yeah can you go in there can you hide ikomu for a good reason it's for some reason to me though it sounds really bad like it's got a negative connotation so it's it's kind of like always going to be negative or for now i cannot think of a positive Mm -hmm. reason for ikomu. yeah so what what if like i'm going into i'm a new teacher Mm -hmm. at this school and i'm really gonna hide ikomu and become like really involved in my students lives is that i'm just like spitballing things here Mm. like that's kind of good that's kind of good maybe but does it work we might not really say that Mm. but i i don't know i know what you're saying like get like join the company and then get more involved or like get closer to other Mm -hmm. and then harikomu but for some reason, I get this like bad vibe yeah. into it. So like the teacher might be trying to kill people or something. <laughs> so like if you're something. gonna join the school and really <laughs> ruin the students' lives, then like, you can Heidi Cole. So that's yeah, a nice Heidi like Cole. criticism open sandwich you did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I validate what you said, but the teacher's trying to kill all the students. <laughs> yeah, Heidi Konde, yeah. Well, let's let's look at some more examples because I think that's going to help to understand yeah. this kind of negative connotation to it. So that means like five more minutes, said the wanikani going under the blanket or maybe like in the blanket. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you say in the mm, blanket? I don't know, like uh, under the blanket. Like, I, like go, I like go back inside the sheets. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like yeah, I'll yeah. say that. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it has the feeling like you're going really deep inside your bed, and it's like a a nest or a cocoon surrounding you, and it's nice and warm. You guys are making me so sleepy. Oh, such a good feeling, mm-hmm. especially in futon. So, moguru is the verb for dive. Ooh. So, so usually like, you use it for like diving into the water. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Mo- moguru. Moguru. Mole is mogura, right? Oh yeah, Mogura is, is like digging into Yeah. I learned something, guys. Dig dog. <laughs> Dig dog. It's my siren. My learn something siren. Yeah, you gotta put the sound effect in there, Jamal that <laughs> oh. Michael learned something. <laughs> that sound. That's really I cool. guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning lots of things, but that was uh, particularly great because I like moles. Who doesn't? Mm. Okay, go ahead. Tell us more. Are you a mole? So Moguru is dive and mm. then komu 
uh, adds the nuance that you're like diving, diving back in. Yeah, mm-hmm. diving deeper. Yeah, you could say like I dive, I dive back into my sheets. Mm-hmm. Like I like stone. It's like you know, in in English, people know it as kind of like the the mattress part, but it's like it's yeah. referring to kind of the whole the whole package, yeah, whole right? Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can say like sikibuton is the futon we call futon here in. The states like mm-hmm. the one like the mattressy kind of thing, and then kake buton is the one uh, is like throw or blanket, mm-hmm. and then this one is yeah the whole thing moguri komu. Uh, I would think it's the futon in the sentence is the kake buton the blanket part, mm-hmm. but actually maybe the whole thing. Yeah, like, even when it's in like English. sandwich up. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Even you, in English, you say like like getting back into the sheets. Like it, it refers to like kind of the whole thing, like the mattress, the sheets, the blanket, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the sheets are just like that thin part, right? Or mm-hmm. have I been misunderstanding sheets? This sheets whole time? is yeah. the, it's just thin the thin part. part. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's your comforter and your other stuff. Or it's that uh, department store. Sheets. Is that right? Is it the gas station? Oh, is it a gas station? Yeah. Okay. But it has good food, I guess. But you could dive into the gas station. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, so, okay. So you, you were saying before, Kanai, on the previous example, that like it has kind of a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. So where's the negative connotation in this one? Mogurikome. This one's actually uh, can be can be used as a metaphor. Okay. What do you uh, mean? That means like you can actually mogurikome tofugu mm-hmm. as a spy. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so much like spy like and espionage in. things in, yeah. in these common yeah. words. That way, it's if like it entering you're not places you're not supposed to. Mm, kind like of the best spy. Mm-hmm. The metaphor usage though, it's kind. It's got a negative feeling, but this one doesn't necessarily yeah. have a negative. Kind of feels like to me though that like you're going back into your bed, but you know you you probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. kind of feeling like you're kind of like hiding away from the world you're just like going deep inside and you're like nope don't bother me i'm gonna sleep five more minutes right. at least in this sentence because he was talking about mm-hmm. it's like only five more minutes and then i'm gonna dive back in my sheets right uh but i feel like the mogurikome itself like the phys- physical meaning mm-hmm. isn't necessarily like the bad like mm-hmm. oh i gotta go to school but five more minutes Bye. Mm-hmm. I'll go and d- dive into the bed. What if What if it's like after a long day of work and you're so tired? Mm-hmm. Then futon ni moguri komu is that a, that's a good thing? Yeah, that's a good thing, okay. right? So it doesn't have to. So be that bad. doesn't have to be that bad. That could work. So yeah, mm-hmm. but so that's such a nice. Just thing. a metaphor one, though. ni moguri komu. But if you're going in the futon to spy on someone, then it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> Okay, so we have a little bit of a discrepancy here. Let's uh, do some more examples here, like uh, this one right here. So that means Koichi stayed over at the office to and, and wrote this article or to write this article. Mm-hmm. So like the verb tomaru, that means mm-hmm. like to stay over someplace, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can like hotel ni tomaru, stay at the hotel or friend's house ni tomaru or mm-hmm. in this case off. Uh, office ni tomaru, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so that's just staying over, right? And so what happens when you add the komu to it? Komu to it. Um, so it's got a feeling that you're staying where you're not supposed to be. 
Okay, so back to that sort of negative connotation. Mm-hmm. A bit. So in, in this sentence, is Koichi breaking the rules, staying? Like he's not supposed to be at work? I mean, he doesn't want to stay at the office, apparently. Okay. Do you want to? Would you want to <laughs> stay? I wouldn't mind, I guess. Okay. It's fine. If, it, if we had a shower, maybe. Mm. Mm. So does it depend on the person's desire? Like, you know, there's a difference. Like if you're staying late at work because you're like, oh, I got to get this done. I have no choice. Or if you're just like, oh, I'm really into this. I'm really, I want to stay and finish this. Does that make right. a difference? Oh, actually, the both could use the tomari common. Mm. Uh, maybe the common, it comes from hikikomori komu. Yeah. Like the common, mm. uh, that's got like three different kanji. And the least common one is, uh, the kanji is like komoru. But you can read it as komu. Mm-hmm. And the komoru one is like hikikomori's komoru. So you lock yourself mm. somewhere. Or you just like, has, it's like you're more deep and into wherever you are, kind of. Kind of. Or has a deeper, like a feeling komoru. of being in there deeper. Well, like, so like, okay, for example, uh, a situation you would not use it in, you would not use tomari komu for a hotel, right? You could, but yeah. you are doing something. Maybe like, mm. for example... Like you broke into a room and you just slept there? No, like, for example, Hayao Miyazaki, he stays in a hotel mm-hmm. to, like, plan his work. I saw mm-hmm. him, like, his, to, like, To plan his next retirement sort of thing? Hmm? <laughs> to plan his next <laughs> retirement? Because what is his work if not retiring yeah. over and over again? <laughs> right, but, like, he used to do that. Um, yeah, a lot of writers will do that. They'll just, like book a hotel for a weekend or a couple of days just to write yeah 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 write. exactly something like that so the hotels are places where you're supposed to stay mm-hmm. but you are intentionally like stay there for doing something mm, so there's like mm. a specific purpose then yeah kind of, like, kind like of. in the example sentence we did like uh, i'm staying in the office for like the specific purpose of writing this article mm-hmm because you're kind of blocking out the rest of the world, blocking out that time and yeah, space yeah. to do something. Nothing else can invade. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I think things can invade, like room service. <laughs> like room or, service. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's yeah, just like you're, you're you're going a step deeper than whatever the v1 verb is. Mm-hmm. So you're not just tomaruing. You're tomari komuing. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you're going. You're it's, kind it's of one step deeper than just staying the night. Yeah, yeah. You're staying the night, but for a deeper reason. Okay, that's the feeling I have. Does it have anything to do with cutting yourself off from things? So, so it's like you're cutting yourself off from distractions in that hotel situation. Does that play into it? You can say no. It probably is well, no. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just you're staying, but you're, you're taking it a step further. You're going deeper. Mm. Like okay. there's, there's more like literal examples, I think. So like, for example, okay, let's listen to this example right here. Yeah, so so kirikomi that that one is is pretty easy to imagine, right? It's like it's like cut deeply. So kiru is to cut, kirikomi is to cut deeply. You know, it's just the difference between between a, a regular cut and like a deeper cut, and like that's easy to imagine, I think. Mm-hmm. But like with things that are a little more abstract, like tomaru, it's it's hard to know what staying over deeper means, right? But it ends up meaning a bunch of things. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's how I make sense of things. 
Um, is there is there another example that will will help with this maybe? So we were doing the examples of comet that's used when okay the verb one doesn't have inward nuance by itself, but have an ah uh, already have an inward nuance, mm -hmm. but comet as the deeper. Mm -hmm. So it makes it more inward. Right, right, right. Okay, what about this one? Kouichi no atama ni IC chip o umekonda. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be tracked? <laughs> I guess so. So that, that means uh, in, in Koichi's head, uh, there was like a, an IC chip implanted. So, somewhat, so someone implanted an IC chip in, in Koichi's head. It's really deep in your head. Or I don't think it has to be deep though. Like, I, I feel like it could be like pretty close to the surface, but just like implanting something in uh, my head is, is already like invading, going deeper than you should. Mm. So any depth is, is komu, I think, in mm. my mind at yeah. least. Okay. Well, for this, for this subcategory, so umeru is to bury, right? So ume komu is, so it doesn't have to be deep, but like what, what does the komu add to the, to the burying feeling? It's, just, it's deeper than it should be, which is any depth at all. Oh, so Maybe? we're talking, so the IC chip, yeah, like it can only be umekomu. It, it shouldn't be in my head. It shouldn't be there at all. Unless there was like this idea that it should be in my head. Then I think it's, then, then it, it becomes be. like a physical, more physical depth. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's, what do you think, Kanai? Mm. So, meru, like, uh, like I don't want it in my head. So, right. So that's, it's got that negative connotation. But it all, it doesn't. Or it's not supposed to be there, I guess. So, meru, when you use that word, for example, like you bury your dead goldfish oh, okay. oh, into no. the ground or something, like mm -hmm. kingyo mm -hmm. metta. Yep. Sorry, that's kind of dark. <laughs> no, yeah, that's okay. But konda uh, is more for like icy chip. Mm. What if you buried your, your goldfish someplace you're not supposed to bury it? For example, um, for example, like. Shinzo Abe's garden. Mm, umeru still? Is it still okay? Yeah. Kay. What if you killed your friend's goldfish and you replaced it with a similar goldfish and you're hiding the evidence by burying it in the ground somewhere? Is that umekomu? Umeru? Still, still umeru? So oh. umekomu is actually... So, in this, so in this case, would it just mean you bury it even deeper? Maybe deeper or like... Implant. What is the difference between implant and buried? Mm. Maybe that Just kind that, of difference. Yeah. 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 Okay. That that, that kind of makes sense. Like implant has sort of a, a spy sort of feeling. It's like you're putting something somewhere purposefully right. in a specific place. Yeah. Almost like a seed. Like you're planting. And it involves some planting. burying. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Digging. So mekomu is more for like setting something inside of something mm -hmm. if it makes sense a little bit kind of it's, it's like supposed to go there kinda. like for or you're, you're example you mean to put it there mm -hmm. like for example you said a speaker uh implanted into the wall mm -hmm. oh, okay does it make sense yeah. or implant and that that one's umekomu or um umekomu yeah. okay so umekomu is you're implanting the speaker in the wall mm -hmm. right yeah some, you put you put the specific thing inside of something. Okay. So umekomu, okay, umekomu is not to bury. It's not to bury. It's not. It's not to bury. To something. bury. 
something umeru is to break, and then umekome is to put something inside of something. If it makes sense. Okay, hmm. so umeru is to bury something, kind of like a seed or a dead yeah, goldfish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a dead plant. Goldfish. Yeah, yeah. But umekomu is specifically non-dirt related. Am I yeah, it? maybe that's that's it. Umeru, umeru. I think the association I have. I think you could implant something into the dirt, though. But, but it's it's that implant sort of feeling. Okay. Versus that berry sort of feeling. Like if you're implanting a speaker to listen to your neighbor in the dirt. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we have to we have to keep moving along. Uh, we got two more categories, um, but before we get to those, we're gonna take a quick break. It's everybody's favorite time. We're gonna enter your mind. We're gonna hide 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 komu inside your mind. With uh, this this advertising copy, maybe we're gonna urikomu <laughs> in a very skoy way. Oh, you're gonna mm-hmm. catch that reference if you keep on listening past mm-hmm. this, which you aren't because you absolutely turned it off about five seconds ago. It's the ad time. Yeah, don't hit that 15 second skip no. button. It's the best part of the podcast happening right mm-hmm. now. And 15 seconds will not do it. You <laughs> no. gotta hit that about 12 more times, friend. <laughs> Unless you're on 30, you set it to 30 seconds then. Oh, then yeah. A little bit less. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to talk about Wani Kani. You know, if you've listened to this podcast or any podcast. No, that's not true. This isn't Squarespace. <laughs> um, you know, we, we talk about Wani Kani, which is our application for learning kanji and, and vocabulary. And you can learn 2,000 plus Japanese kanji. You can learn about 6,000 plus Japanese vocabulary words. On a little bit over a year, uh, that's assuming that you're, you know, you're studying every day. If you're not, it's going to take a little bit longer, but that's not our fault. That's yours. Yeah. But um, you still get it done relatively quickly. Yeah, much even faster. Even if you take three years. Yeah, that's still like way faster than what people do in class, which is they just don't learn all of these. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I thought it would be fun to see what komu words show up in Wanikani. So, of course, komu shows up. Just regular old komu. Mm-hmm. But for compound verbs, we have kake komu, which we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Don't kake komu into a train. This later. Yeah, don't rush into that train. Ooh, here's one we didn't talk about. Tsume komu. Mm. Is that like to stuff? Like to yeah, stuff. stuff your suitcase or something? Mm-hmm. Would that work? Mm-hmm. Or to stuff a turkey? Would that work? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Come, like apples and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put apples and turkeys. That's oh. rude. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh. F- uh, fumikomu. That one's fun. It's like the step into something. Mm-hmm. Or fumikomu. Go into something. We use that in kendo. Um, when we step into people. <laughs> here's, a, here's a weird one that's a little bit more idiomatic is moshikomu, but it's very useful. Mm-hmm. That's like to apply. apply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that one's kind of weird because what uh, most of is like a polite way of saying to say. Mm-hmm. Like a very moshi, polite moshi. one. Mm-hmm. And moshi moshi. Check mm-hmm. out our article about moshi moshi and find out if you're a fox or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but moshi komu is uh, to apply, and it's like it's like you want to say something and you're inserting it somewhere. I don't know. That's why it's. 
Applying, I guess. I don't know. It's a little why, idiom- idiomatic. Mm-hmm. Um, you just gotta remember moshikomi is to apply. Yeah. It's an idiom. Yeah, we have fukikomu to mm. blow in something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a like microphone? That? Yeah. Fukikomu into <laughs> a microphone. Because <laughs> it's happening right now. Yeah. All right. And then uh, we also have kakikomu, but we're going to talk about the drawing one later, but this one's actually just writing. So it's like oh, write, writing, writing in one. something. Mm-hmm. Like in something. Yeah, maybe you have like a, a kanji square that you need to write in. Mm-hmm. Is that kakikomu into mm-hmm. that? Um, and those are the, the uh, something something komu words that we have. But after this podcast, I feel like we should add some more. And kind of the cool thing about wanikani is we're, we're moving things around. We're, we're seeing like, oh, you guys are real bad at this one. Let's uh, fix the mnemonic because we use mnemonics or let's uh, fix the ordering because mm-hmm. we're really picky about ordering so that it helps like actually or it helps actual English speakers to learn kanji the fastest rather than little Japanese school kids who, who have different advantages and different brains. So, you know, I, I'm kind of excited about adding more compound verbs yeah, to wanting two, 250 plus komu compound verbs. I know, verbs, and we so only have like eight of them. So we can get least 200. I bet we have almost all of the like separate words, like the separate verbs without combining it with komu. Oh, mm. definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah. So you can figure it out after listening to this podcast. Like, oh, you know, I have this one verb that I know. And I can, there's 6,000 vocabulary. Yeah. That's they're going to be covering a lot of the like the y- stem forms. You'll the learn stem tobu, sides. for example, to jump. Mm-hmm. You're not going to learn to- tobi komu, but you know what it means because you know how to combine them or, or hashiri komu, you know, you're going to learn hashiru, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, you'll have the vocabulary to understand the komu compound yeah. verbs when you run into them. And that's what wanikani is kind of about. It gives you the vocabulary. It gives you the kanji that lets you like, for example, start reading Japanese, which is really going to get you towards that fluency. It's really going to make you better Japanese. Just learning words. is really, really helpful. Don't get me wrong, but like using those tools is, is what gets you all the way there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I hope you give Wanikani a, tr- a try if you haven't yet and you're learning kanji or even if you're not. Um, the first three levels are free. That gets you about, ooh, uh, it's been a long time since I recorded this, 70, 80 kanji uh, and about uh, what one, 180 vocabulary words. That sounds right. That sounds right. Don't quote me on that, but it's something like that. Anyways, it's free, you know, so don't. It's free knowledge. Don't, don't tug a fox, you know. So go ahead and check it out. That's for a lot of uh, Japanese classrooms. That's like one year of study, but you can finish it up in less than a month mm-hmm. if you try. Once again, trying is on you. We try really hard to help you try, but you got to do it yourself. All right, let's get back to our show. All right, so now we're going to move on to the second like main group, and that's the non-movement group. So the previous two subcategories, they were in the movement group. Something was moving from one place to another or into someplace else. This time, uh, there, there isn't necessarily like that kind of physical movement. So this one also has two subcategories. Uh, and the first one is, is what we're calling the deeper and enriched non-movement subcategory. Mm. Um, and good. Yeah, basically, yeah, it's good to be enriched. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what it means is like you're taking the V1 verb, that first verb um, that we attach komu to, and, and we're, we're saying we're doing it more. We're doing it more, we're doing it more deeply, um, things like that. It'll become a lot more clear with the examples. Uh, for example, let's, uh, let's listen to this one right here. Uh, so this, this means like we didn't mean to, but we're, we talked for a long time. And the important part here is the hanashikomu part. Hanashikonde shimatta. 
Uh, or we can even remove the shimata, so hanashikomu. So that, that just means you, ha you have hanasu, which is a pretty, uh, I don't know, I think most people will know that, just means to talk or to speak. Um, but when you add the komu to it, it, it becomes deeper or more enriched. And, and what I mean by that is it just means like you talked for a real long time, right? Mm -hmm. so. You could say right now we are hanashikomu. Yeah, are we? we are hanashikomu right now. That's true. Yeah, it's like, it's we're not just really like... Deep in the topic, right? Yeah, we're not we're not just like oh hi Michael, oh hi Koichi. We're just and then like moving on. We're we're having like a, a pretty lengthy, deep conversation. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then that's all it does. It's 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 way more simple than the the previous subcategory. Yeah, that's for sure. So so it really just has to do with in this case the length of the conversation. It doesn't have to be like a deep topic or you're deep into the topic. It's just like you're really just. I don't know. I think you could get I deep into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I think it's for both of yeah. it. Both. And then if it's if you met mean like speaking for a long time, uh, it's usually longer than you expected or something. No, okay. Okay. Like you, um. So yeah, just like compared our to your yeah in intention, so you. So in this example sense, even if it didn't have the tsui tsui or the shimata part, like it would still be like oh we talked more than we thought we would. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of. That's got that connotation. All right. Let's uh, listen to the next example sentence. All right. So this, uh, you, you actually kind of, well, you did nekomu, right? Mm-hmm. But this one's nemurikomu. Mm-hmm. So, it, but it's basically the same thing, right? It's uh, falling asleep. So nemuru is to fall asleep. And then nemurikomu, it just, it means to like fall asleep, but more deeply or mm -hmm. for a longer time. So it's like, Hanashikomu, where you're talking more deeply or talking for a longer time, now you're just sleeping for a longer time or mm -hmm. sleeping more deeply. Whole of sleep, kind of. Yeah, oh, that yeah. sounds good. That's mm -hmm. how I sleep, actually. So, and neither of these things, talking and sleeping, require movement necessarily. Right. Like you're, you're doing them for a long time or deeply, mm -hmm. but not moving like, yeah. the, like or, in the other categories. Or at least the important part of the verb has nothing to do with moving, like mm -hmm. physical movement. Like you could be flailing your arms around and talking at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, but, and you're technically moving, but that's, that's not the important part. The important part is the talking and the mm -hmm. talk, talking doesn't involve moving anywhere. Yeah. So, so that, that's what like I mean by non-movement. Flailing komu. What is flailing? I don't know. In Japanese. Let mm. us know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So those two are pretty easy, right? What about, okay. So let's do the next one. It, it has a little bit of ambiguity, which I think is fun. So, suwaru means to sit. Um, and in this, this sentence, it means, what are you doing sitting in that place? Or what are you doing sitting in such a place? And, uh, you know, suwaru, okay, so this is where it gets tough. Like, things can have multiple categories, right? Like, mm -hmm. like suwarikomu, of course, you, it could be the action of sitting. So, when you do the action of sitting, you can sit into something which would make it a, a, a category one oh. como compound verb, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, in yeah. this situation, it's, it's more like talking about how you're sitting someplace for a long time. Mm -hmm. So right? category one would be like you're sitting in a big inner tube because you're in the inner tube. You've got like an actual physical movement into something. And then category what? three would be like being there for a long time. I was picturing something like a cushion. Or a cushion. Yeah. Uh, Donuts-shaped cushion. Yeah. For Especially because you kind of go into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm, right? yeah. But this is less common, though. I think the category three, is it? Uh, it's more this, common this, for, this for, for a mm -hmm. long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's like 
all Japanese people in Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> totally. Sleeping. Suwado itself is just it. in Starbucks, and Suwari Komu in Starbucks mm-hmm. is basically all you need to know about Japanese people. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Don't worry, they're asleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like you know, there, I just wanted to mention that there is some ambiguity, and there can be there can be different versions of the same thing. Uh, but the meanings are a little bit different, and if you know the categories, it kind of helps you to understand how to learn them, I guess, or it helps you to mm. learn them because you understand why one is one way and one's the other way. But for this one, it just means you're you're sitting for a long time. Like uh, like who who would be sitting for a long time? So I would picture like young kids, like Yankees. Oh yeah, like, sitting in front yeah, those of those damn Yankee fans. Mm. Hate n- them. They're no. just they're all the worst. <laughs> Or the worst they're, they're in English, though. Yankee yeah. fans. As opposed to Red Sox. No, like <laughs> no yeah, Yankee. It's young like, kids. Or just like, it's like delinquents, kind of. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but it's just like bad kids. Yeah. It has bad, something to do yeah. with the, anyway, how, we don't have to get how into bad that, Yankees are. Yeah. Usually Yankee local fans. ones. Yeah. Sitting yeah. down and like talking a lot. Yeah. Like, like for a long time. Squatting in front of the, yeah, yeah, the convenience store smoking and eating. eating mm-hmm. uh, Snacks, yeah, umaibo and stuff. <laughs> yeah, umaibo. <laughs> That's kind of cute, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah so. swarikome. Yeah. Totally. And yeah, I, that's what I would picture. And like to record this podcast, we're kind of swarikomuing a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Just sitting here, mm-hmm. recording. We're really, we're really in it. I feel like it's Michael's doing squats know. though. So yeah, he's squats. Not, he's not swarikomuing. No. He's just doing squats like over oh. and over again. Okay. Gotta no, keep my push-ups. Gotta keep myself in peak physical condition for the mm-hmm. talking S- I do. So <laughs> for this swarikome, I feel like we often use it for like squatting pose and mm. like sitting with the squatting pose for mm-hmm. a long time, just like the Yankee would do. Mm-hmm. So what about sitting in a chair? Sitting in a chair. Can you swarikome in a chair? What if I have like five movies I really need to watch and I'm just in that chair? Is that Swadikomu? I go through all five. Maybe. Swadikomu. Mm, sounds like not. Can you Mikomu the movies? Mikomu. No. Yeah. No. No. That's too bad. But uh, I, we could say Hairikomu into mm. the movie. What? Like you oh. get into it. Oh, like getting into it. Yeah. Okay. Not like but a, ma- not a magical thing where you go inside the movie screen yeah. and you become one of the characters and learn something about yourself. No, you're yeah. like mentally yeah. into it, kind of. Okay. And that's a Heidi Klum movie that's not a negative connotation. Yeah. Oh, that's true. What, right? if, what if it was a Heidi Klum movie? We discovered something new about ourselves, just like if we'd entered a movie mm-hmm. and, uh, and discovered something new about ourselves. Yeah. Ooh. Just like in the movie Stay Tuned. <laughs> and John Monkey Ritter Bone. got stuck in, in his TV. <laughs> what about Monkey Bone? He, he gets stuck in like a cartoon world, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's interesting. And also, <laughs> by the way, so Harikomu into the movie, like you actually go into the story and stuff, you can actually say that. Oh, so it works for both. Yeah. Oh, like you go, you dive into the screen and meet Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm, and go it's on adventures It's like there's such a fiction mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. What if like Michael Jordan that. was watching a movie about basketball and he gets sucked into the screen and then the, the Looney Tunes in there suck him into their world. Uh-huh. And it's just like an inception of Heidi Komu's. Oh no. Anyways. Is it slam jam? How about yeah. this how about this next uh, example <laughs> sentence? Uh, 
Oh, that's rude. <laughs> so, What does that mean, though? <laughs> so, fukeru is to, to get old, I guess, or to age. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is like, wow, like, wow, or some sound like that. And then uh, it's, you, you got pretty old, huh? Or you got really when, old, huh? When would you say this to someone? Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, like, what it, like, if you meet, like, you go to your reunion, your like, mm. 40-year reunion, you're like, you see someone for... First time in 40 years, and you'd be like, Oh man, you got old, huh? And then they're like, So did you, and you're like, Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I don't totally. know, that's when I use it, yeah. Um, that's my plan, uh, <laughs> but fukekomu, uh, it goes from I don't know, like fukeru is to just to, to get old or to get aged, but mm. fukekomu, that's just like, Oh, that's kind of rude, right? It's like you're really aged, that is it's like you're deep <laughs> in the in your life, you're, you're deep you're in getting aged, so more far aged, in your life, you're more aged. This is kind of rude, but <laughs> if you say between, yeah, two close friends, yeah, it's kind of like, like funny, teasing, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> rather than just using hukeru, hukedane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can say that, but hukekomu, komu, gonna add some, like, I don't know, funny. So it's kind of like emphasizing when you're, you're friends and you're all old, you're like, oh, you sure shrivel up, buddy. <laughs> And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it's so hilarious. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've, <laughs> yeah. I haven't been in that situation, but I assume I'll be very lighthearted about my age when I'm 90. <laughs> Hope so. I can't wait until I'm 90. Not until you're lighthearted <laughs> about your age. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, how, about, uh, how about this next example sentence? It's kind of the, kind of the same, yeah. same sort of deal. It's like, like you two got pretty bald. <laughs> didn't you <laughs> so hagekomu is like you got so bald yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's like so like maybe hageru that's like you know to go bald or to to lose hair like maybe you're just like a little bit bald thing and then hagekomu is like oh man you're you're like Deeply. like jeff bezos or something that's a that's a really is bald it, guy <laughs> which, so oh man you're like jay buner you got real bald no um, so hageru is to, to lose your hair. You couldn't use this like if you shaved your head. You can't be like, oh man, you really shaved your head, right? For hageru. It's like if you just got bald hard. <laughs> hageru. Hageru. Hageru is more like losing hair. Yeah. Kind of like your hair fell hair. out. Yeah. So hagekomu is like your hair like abandoned ship from yeah. your head. So it's not like <laughs> my favorite HBO original TV show. Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Baldur's. <laughs> no, it's not like that at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's, it's just more than getting bald. It's like, oh, it like puts emphasis on it, kind of. But speaking like, of HBO, Larry uh-huh. David is kind of hagekonderu. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even though he still has a little bit of hair around yeah. the side, mm-hmm. he still got bald really hard. I think it's the mm-hmm. way that he has the rest of his hair where it really like, Brings out the baldness, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's kind of emphasized. Yeah. That example was pretty, pretty good, Kanai. <laughs> All right, next example. That's like, uh, I completely, 100% believe that tofugu was a fugu. Just kind of true. Blowfish. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, blowfish. Sorry. But that's the mixture of tofu and fugu. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what, that's what our, our sacred texts say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think the, the good part about this one is the shinji komu. I think it's a kind of a good example because, like, 
like Shinjiru is to, to believe something, right?、Mm-hmm. Like you believe it. But like Shinji Komu, that like, oh, that, I don't know, it kind of feels like, wow, you believe something too much. I don't know. Yeah. Like you、It's、really, really believe something. Like, like you really can't be. Can't、like, be dissuaded from what you believe.、Right. Like, like the Earth is flat, for example.、Mm-hmm. Um, That's Shinji Komu.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if someone who's maybe in a cult or something, like, they totally Shinji Komu. Sure. Like, like they are yeah, they're a little too much.、Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does it have to be too much or can it be a, a, a positive thing?、Mm, positive. Can it be like a conviction? It tends to be negative. Like, like what about. Oh, like, like、uh, I believed in this, but. Kind of thing, like, but it was bad, or I、mm. believed tofu was blowfish, but it was actually tofu and blowfish. It、mm. makes sense. What, what about like, Kimi ga katsu no wa Shinji komu? Oh, no,、that? we no? can't. Like, Shinji like teru. You're def- you're def- I believe you're gonna win for sure. Yeah, I think this one's、no. used for the situations like it turned,、uh, mm-hmm. it, it turns out different. Turns out、L- to be wrong. To be wrong.、Oh. So you can't say, like, for Shinji Komu, like, you really believe that、mm-hmm. you should treat everyone with respect. Like, you're really believing some good moral value or something.、Hmm. Or we, if we say, for example, Koichi wa Yankees ga katsuto Shinji Konderi yo, it might not have turned out bad、mm-hmm. yet. But, like, people can say, like, people are pre- predicting, no, people are guessing that Yankees are gonna lose. That they're gonna lose.、Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can say it because, like, oh, someone believes it, but it's probably yeah, not true. Yeah, it always comes with bad. Okay. Kind of. It always has to have some bad stuff. So, could you say, like, mm-hmm. like I definitely believe the earth is flat. Yeah,、mm-hmm. totally. That's that, not negative. That. That's just true. That's true, though. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> you guys. Oh, did you just realize you're the only round earther here?、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jamal, he knows that it's flat. That's true. <laughs>、no. Yeah. We all know. Flat or round. Didn't you have to take the,、uh, the Earth is Flat test when you joined? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you lie on that part of your application? Man, <laughs> this company is a cult. <laughs> Cool. So you can Shinji Komu in Tofugu. Well, <laughs> speaking of cults, let's move on to the next subcategory. I think that one's pretty clear. Does everyone feel yeah, like yeah. they understand it pretty well? That's my favorite subcategory. Yeah, so far. So far. <laughs> that, one, that one's really like, straightforward. I、mm. like that. The second one in the non moving group、uh, is, is like, I guess we're calling it the repeating action、uh, subcategory. So、um, there's still not really movement, but something is repeating over and over again until, and this is the key, it reaches a quote unquote, like, Satisfactory point、uh, or satisfying point, or it's good enough. Like, it's not like super clear, but like, you know, you'll know when it's good enough, right? Right. Mm-hmm.、Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so,、uh, okay, let's do an example. I think that's a, a good way to start. So,、uh, it's like you got really good or you got way better.、Um, did you play this song a lot? Um, or over and over again, kind、mm-hmm. of, I think is sort of the connotation.、Uh, hiki, <laughs> hiku is to play the stringed instrument, right?、Mm-hmm. Usually. And、uh, if you do hikikomu, it's like you're saying you play something over and over. over. And over.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Practice a lot. Yeah, so yeah, so the translation comes out to practice a lot.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe if it was a more literal translation, it'd say like. 
played a lot. Many times or over and over. Mm-hmm. And then it, it implies you did it until like you reached a satisfactory point. So maybe you did it over and over until you got good at playing it. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Okay. Until you got to a point where you felt yeah. you it reached something. Yeah. So something's repeating over and over again. It has to stop at some point. And I guess maybe you just like you could play it well and that's why you stop there. Mm-hmm. So that's the important part of this sentence. The kono kyoku tsuibun hikikonda. Right? So mm-hmm. like you're just doing it over and over again until you reach a satisfactory point. I'm just repeating myself over and over like like this. But this have you reached one. the satisfactory point where you can stop? No. Uh, Keep um, going. So like <laughs> This one, uh, you, you just play it over and over again until you reach a satisfactory point, you know? Mm-hmm. You just play it over and over <laughs> again until you reach a satisfactory point, you know? <laughs> Kana gets it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's go on to the next uh, example sentence. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the students don't want to lose to the, or aren't going to lose to the cold, so today also they're going to be running around the, the, the school grounds. Or, or just like it's, it's, it's super cold. The students are. I should just read the translation in here. <laughs> it's cold today, but the students are doing or are working hard, training and running around the school grounds as usual. Anyways, the the important part here is the kote uh, hashiri komu, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like the school grounds is the kote, and then the hashiri komu. If you remember from before, we had a hashiri komu before in in subcategory one. Mm-hmm. Where we say hashiri komu, it's like running into something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know if we did have one, but you, you, it can be in subcategory one. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's moving from yeah. one place one to another. another. Into something, maybe running into a wall and causing a dent or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this one is like, it's suggesting that you're running over and over again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In a circle or just in... I assume, yeah. Just a lot. Or maybe you're like running back and forth over and over again or mm-hmm. running around the track over and over again. Yeah, what's the feeling you get, Kanai? I mean, like from my personal experience, like mm-hmm. back in middle school, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when when I run like season two, mm-hmm, when I run ground, usually like the circle, mm-hmm. I would do like five, six circles, and until I guess at this five. No, yeah, maybe like teacher tells me to do. Okay. Oh, today five circles so and that, I did it. Mm-hmm. So it was like a set amount and the, that's like the satisfactory ending. Mm-hmm. Or that's like, that was enough times, right? And that's why you could stop after doing it five times. Mm-hmm. That's good. Or so does there have to be a, a certain number for this call mode? Or can it just be, like in the, in the previous example, we talked about just playing the song a lot. There's no real number we know about. But in this one, well, there's no number we know about either. But you, you talked about well, a certain amount one. of times. Yeah. Like... Does that kind of play factor into this? What do you mean? Again? I think Sorry. that could be a way to reach a, a good enough or satisfactory spot. Mm-hmm. I think it just means like a repetition. This komu, like hashiri komu, it wouldn't be just one circle. You right. would do it like over and, and over. Until yeah. it's done. Until it's done. It has to yeah. be two or more. Until you've run your course, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in this sentence, could it be that the students hashiri komu into a wall. Did you <laughs> interpret it that way? Over and over again. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> That's confusing, but hashiri komu. Kabeni, if you use a kabeni hashiri komu, you can run into the wall. Over and over again? <laughs> or just once? Hashiri komu What if the teacher assigns, like, okay, you have to run into this wall 10 times? <laughs> really getting into weeds here. Yeah. <laughs> 
走り込み込んでるよりさ。We can't say that. We don't say that. I believe There's no such a situation. It's just been created. I believe. I shinji komu that you can, you can say it. Can I? <laughs> you, you guys are calling words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Like, in, in terms of like number of times doing something, I think, I think this example、uh, shows it pretty well. So, this is like, I, I heard that pitcher throws 500 balls before going to school. And so, in this case,、uh, the repeating action is throwing the balls. And the satisfactory ending, or like good, whatever is good enough or done, is 500 times. So, like, he, he, I, when I read this, I assume he has kind of a sort of a, a thing he does every day. Like, it's part of his routine to throw 500 balls.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's his like routine goal. Yeah. So, like, 500 is the end point,、mm-hmm. and throwing the balls is the repeating action.、Mm-hmm. The, the na, nagekomu. Nagekomu.、Right. Mm-hmm. It's the. To throw and then come. So that's a real good way to get, like, have to get Tommy John surgery early. Could this also be category one? And nagekomu, like to throw.、Mm. Good point, Michael. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nagekomu, for example,、uh, I don't know why, but you, if you nagekomu some plates、mm-hmm. into dishwasher,、mm. what? <laughs> okay. You kind of、like、throw in into. Yeah. Yeah. So, that in、It、that case, the dish、first. is moving from one, f- one space to another space.、Mm-hmm. So, that's why、mm-hmm. it's the first subcategory. Yeah, the, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, so,、like、it really depends on context to kind of figure out、mm-hmm. how、right. the, these Komu words are being used.、Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think that's why, perhaps that's why a lot of these example senses, they have a lot of context around them, too,、mm-hmm. where it kind of clarifies what's going on. Right. Because otherwise, it can be a little bit ambiguous with these compound Komu verbs. Hmm. Yeah, speaking of context, so this next、uh, example sentence, it, it kind of needs it. Like, it could mean more than one thing. Aya wa mainichi nanjikan mo eo kakikonde ude wo ageta. So, it, it, this one, well, okay. This could mean a couple of things, right, Kanai? Mm-hmm. mm hmm. So,、uh, this one, it means Aya improved her skill, like drawing skill, by doing illustrations for hours and hours every day. So, this one is a、uh, repetition one. Right, if it's this category. Kind of like the, the pitcher throwing the ball、mm-hmm. and the person playing the song over and over. So, it's doing something to improve. Yeah, and,、mm-hmm. and for this one, I just want to point out the, the, the finish or the end was a time based one. I don't think we ran into a time based one yet.、Mm. But, like,、oh, hours、yeah. and hours, hours, and hours.、Mm-hmm. is what equals a satisfactory end for this repetition. Okay, so it's not so, a. So it could a, be all kinds of different things.、Like、okay, number, so you can do. Someone decides, you know, or, or time. I mean, I'm sure many other things. Yeah. But when you read this,、uh, what, what do you think it's saying? Like if you had to assume you didn't have this translation here. If I just see kakikomu, the compound verb,、uh, I would imagine someone's drawing in detail. Or、mm. feeling like, for example, there is a picture of someone with no background. And then if you someone kakikomus the background,、mm. like、drawing, drawing, drawing in the background,、mm-hmm. say that fill, in English fill, too. Fill into. Fill in, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're filling in the, the picture with more details. details. Or you're just filling something into the picture. You're, you're putting something into the picture,、mm-hmm. drawing something、okay. into the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like. 
not quite repetition, right? Yeah, so this is more like movement. yeah, yeah. It's not like physical one. inward movement, but you're inward. I mean, it kind of is inwarding the because you're uh, drawing it in, so it goes from non-existent space to existing somewhere. I, I think that that's why it would fit in a movement category. If in, I, if in I category say so. one. Okay. Yeah. Still wrapping my brain. Uh, around which it. one is more common? Oh, uh, I think the second one is more common. So like drawing something in. Mm -hmm. Okay. For example, haike o kakikomu, or shousai o kakikomu, something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you say kakikomu. Yeah. So once again, these are not super straightforward all the time, uh, but with with context, you could figure it out. Well, maybe not this one though, actually. Mm. Well, this one, like it says hours and hours, so you can kind of like guess mm -hmm. every day hours and hours. You can and guess it's the repeating one. It also says ude wo ageta, which means like improved. Oh, yeah. So she raised her arm. Yeah, she raised the <laughs> arm. It's which is an idiom for idiom, right? For improving? Why? Why? I don't know. Ude ga aru. We say like ude is. You have an arm? No, ude <laughs> is like a metaphor for skill. Oh. You think? So skill up. Uh -huh. So your skill. arm goes up, your skill goes up. Udegaru, cool. mm -hmm. it's like you have skill. That's why I always keep mm. my hands way up in the sky. So you All get right. Better and better. Last example sentence. Um, so this is like my you friend. You guys must be the friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. We're, we're all of our listeners' best friends. Um, so my friend is like insistently... Not, it's not selling, even though it's urikomu. Like it's, it kind of is it's trying to sell me wanikani mm -hmm. or like sell me on the idea of it. Kind of mm -hmm. it doesn't have to literally be selling though, right? But can it be? Urikomi, urikomu, promoting. Yeah, it's kind of sell selling, right? It is selling. It's like selling in a sense, like like an evangelist tries to sell something. Yeah. You're not really making a sale over and over, but you're selling the idea over you're and over. You're trying to sell. Yeah. You're doing the person. act of salesmanship. So where, where's the, the repetition of it? I guess, is it urikomun? Does it have sort of the connotation like my friend, oh my God, my friend just keeps telling me I should use wanikani. Like every time I see them, they're like, oh, you should use wanikani. You can't read those kanji? Oh man, you should be using wanikani. If you'd been using wanikani, you could have been reading those kanji by now. Oh man, you should read Wanikani. And the next time you see him, can I read? You should you should use Wani. You're not using Wanikani yet. You should use Wani. Kind of like that. Is that the is that why it's Maybe, a repeating action? Um, uh, I think this particular example sentence says "shitsukoku," which means persistently. Yeah. So it's gonna feed in like you keep doing it. You keep right. selling, trying to sell Wanikani, but. Just urikomu mm -hmm. is more for try to sell hard. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be repetition. So just putting a lot of effort into it. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be over and over. You're just like really passionate and just you just feel yeah, it in yeah, your bones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. So is this one not might not be in the category. Yeah, maybe. Uh oh. Sorry. Uh oh. Well. But what if you've, you've you figured that out? You passed our test, everybody. You did it, and you became the special <laughs> yeah. child. So say like it, it doesn't. It didn't feel right to me, but and it, it has like the shitsukoi part, so or shitsukoku, right? Yeah, shitsukoku. So, anyways, this this one probably is not in this category. Oh yeah, it's not in the category. I don't believe who yeah. categorized that. But I think that that goes to show that like these. 
these komu compound words are just really complex, really nuanced. Like they can mean lots of different things. They're kind of hard to pin down. Maybe repetition. I don't know. It could be. I mean, like if you do like over and over, it's also like persistently, like shitsukoi, right? Right. But if you also like do it like for hours and hours in one day. That's true. Right? So they could be like, so yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, these are tough, but not, I mean that's why we're going through them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know yeah. I, I hope it's I hope it's helped. So we actually did get through all of the categories, the subcategories. Yeah. Just as a as a quick refresher, we have two main groups: movement and non-movement. In the movement group, we have the verbs that have like you going from one place into another, or it adds like an inward nuance to words. So and then we have the second subcategory in the movement group, which is like going even deeper inside. You have V1 verbs that are that already have something to do with uh, going inwards, and then you're just saying like, okay, you're going to go even deeper in. There's a lot of like complicated stuff that's in there, but you know you already heard us talk about that. In the non-movement group, you have the like the deeper and enriched one, which basically just like says like, okay, whatever the V1 verb is, you're just doing it more or you're doing it longer, and then finally. We have the repeating action group, which is uh, just like you're doing something over and over again until it reaches sort of a, a good enough or satisfactory state. And that's, uh, that pretty much holds all of them. And there are some uh, komu compound verbs that fit in multiple subcategories. But mm-hmm. in general, I think it's actually pretty nicely separated out. And I know like going through this has helped me to sort of understand why there's all these words that have komu on them. And then sort of get beyond the the basic definitions you'll find in a dictionary, which don't really tell you the information. Oh, they don't tell you all the information, rather. Yeah, this this was really helpful for me. It really cleared up a lot of things. I mean, I think I knew not too much about it. I ran into Como a little bit, but I just learned words as I learned them. So like now knowing this, I feel like I'm much more prepared to use it, much mm-hmm. more prepared to understand it. You're you're ready to to learn all two hundred and fifty five. Komu compound words. Mm-hmm. They're going straight in an Anki deck. And I'm just going to show answer. Good. Perfect. Every, yeah, every you can, single you're one. You're going to study it over and over again. Just like repeatedly study mm-hmm. those items yeah. nonstop. And just get so deep into it. And then you're going to walk into a wall while you're doing it because you're so deep into it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to ca- create a dent and kind of go inside the wall yeah. where you're going to live. And go deeper into. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I do hope it was helpful. Um, you, you are eventually going to run into komu and then run into uh, komu compound verbs. And uh, it really will, like these kind of words, it's like sort of like onomatopoeia. It's going to make you sound less like a textbook and, and make you sound more fluent. Especially if every single verb you use is a komu verb. <laughs> Nonstop. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, one one action you can do is uh, just kind of go in there and, and learn one of these words and try to use it. Um, that's the first step. And, you know, you don't have to learn all of these. There's different levels of, uh, you know, usefulness. And really the main thing is just being able to see these compound verbs and then like being able to kind of figure out what they mean based on your knowledge of the V1, the first verb, and then the komu and what happens when you combine them. There's only four options, really. You can learn four things, right? Yeah, and if you listen to this, you probably kind of already did. Mm-hmm. So uh, that job. does it for our Komu uh, Compound Verb podcast. Um, we also wrote an article about this, which you can go see on tofugu.com. 
you're listening to this when it came out, it should be out at about the same time. There may even be a link in the description. In there fact, might be. there is. If it's not there, just just like check the website over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'll be on tofu.com for sure. Like just DDoS us with your refreshes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Check <laughs> <No>? the shikomu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just search you like... I don't know. That means you can you can do anything, Komu, huh? Wait a minute. Oh, no, that's dangerous. You gave us too much power. Oh, God. I don't know. I just We're made it up. But you can totally We've use that if you Super want. Super Saiyan <laughs> level three or yeah. four, God Saiyan or whatever the top is. <laughs> or just search uh, Komu Japanese and uh, find us and click on that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's another way. You know, I just want you to know all the ways you can get it. <laughs> oh, if you didn't. If you didn't get that, then you're a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. Uh, if you have any questions about this topic, about these komu compound verbs, you can go ahead and email us those. Uh, you can email us at podcast at tofugu.com, and I think we'll get those. Um, and uh, next, next on the next podcast, we'll take some of your questions and, and answer some of the things that you wanted to have clarified. Can, we, can they tweet us too? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you can tweet us uh, at Tofugu on Twitter, um, and you can uh, yeah you can send us your question. Make sure to like provide some context because we really really quickly forget the things that we <laughs> ask people to tweet about. Yeah, yeah. Even do you know a tweet chain? Make it as long as you need to. Yeah, they have a feature for that now. Yeah, and yeah. So we might read that and we'll uh, go through it. And that's like a that's a new season two thing. So mm-hmm. if you stuck out this far, then good on you. You discovered what makes season two different from season one (laughs) (laughs) is that now you can talk to us and we'll talk back maybe but we still get to choose yeah one thing that didn't change is uh begging for itunes reviews Mm -hmm. it really does help us to get ahead of nhk in german nhk in spanish nhk in hindu nhk in english nhk (laughs) nhk in in the the religion of hindu yeah (laughs) my bad (laughs) Uh, what, what what was I trying to say? Uh, Hindi? Hindi. <laughs> well, I'm sure they also have NHK in Hindu as well. Mm-hmm. Because, boy, is there NHK Japanese in every, every language. Every language. And that's pretty much the whole podcast page if you type in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Those butt bongos are ahead of us. Thank you, NHK. So those iTunes reviews do help, and we do read them. We uh, sure do. Like this one by... Oh, no, I can't read that. Stevenson on April... Oh, no. Wrong one. Sorry. Like this one. DJ Bukachu on April 2nd, 2018. Five stars. Nice. Let's ride. Um, They're a fun lot to listen to. They have some really unconventional topics about Japan, usually that I wouldn't have gathered from anywhere else. Thanks. That's because we make everything up and it's not real. (laughs) That's true. You learned our secret. <laughs> I hope you still listen, even Uh-oh. though everything's fake. No, um, no one listens this far. There's also this review uh, by Viljamer Stevenson. It says, we love it. Five stars. Uh, they said, we. We recently who? discovered Why this podcast. Why isn't there more than one review then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> need to do one for everyone who's listening. Uh, we recently discovered this podcast looking for Japanese themed ones. My kids are self-taught and love Japan. Anyway, we think Kanai is amazing. <laughs> and those other guys are decent, too. <laughs> you guys are decent. Yeah, it checks out. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. It tracks. <laughs> Keep pumping out the fun banter. Thank you, Vil, uh, Viljamar Stevenson. 
Yes. Okay. Well, we will try. We'll keep trying to be as decent as we can be mm-hmm. <laughs> with an explosive tag. So it means I'm more than decent? Yeah. yeah. It means you're the best. Okay. Yeah. We're just satisfactory, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we well got done, Kanai. Once <laughs> again, everyone loves you. Uh, Your report card is an A+. Our report cards have stickers of alligators and <laughs> ducks and stuff. <laughs> is that the teacher leaving those? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Uh-huh. You know, like... People people learn differently, and I, I learn with stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't, then we, you know, we didn't you do sure our job, did. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It means you're real smart, too, because mm-hmm. it took, took us a while to, like, wrap our minds around everything. And obviously, with our conversations, we're still figuring it out. But that's kind of the fun thing about learning a language, I think, is it's a lot of discovery and a lot of... Uh, I don't know, discovery and a lot of discovery. <laughs> it's a bottomless. A lot of disc- oh, shoot. I was, I was, uh, what? Are you re- repeating until you <laughs> reach satisfaction? Okay. Is that hanashikomu? Hanashi- oh, ikomu, yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think we can use that, but we're, since we're, we're making things we're up. We're advancing the Japanese language <laughs> okay. by adding new komu okay, compound Okay, koichi mm-hmm. is ikoman. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> e komuing, just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> not, not what Kanai e-komuing. might have said. <laughs> okay, you're Ooh, happy yeah. now. Explicit tag. <laughs> mm, we got Part it. Part two, back to Hogwarts. So that'll do it for today. Um, thanks so much for listening. Oh, by the way, my name is Koichi. This is our introduction. Oh, yeah. My name's Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah. My name is Kanai. And this was the Tofugu Podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.